Welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere with your host, Chris Parker. Hello, this is Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere, and I am Chris Parker. I'm here with Pedro Frias, who is coming in from Portugal, and I have been so looking forward to this conversation as I have known him from years ago, and he played a character, Artur, in a movie I was involved in called The Right Juice. And you can watch The Right Juice if you go to the show notes. But Pedro has evolved radically into a new role as a coach and a spiritual coach. So welcome to the podcast, Pedro. Thank you. Welcome. Would you please share with people what you're doing now and really why are you doing what you do. All right, good. First of all, thank you for the invitation. Lovely to catch up with you after all these years, yeah. uh, after the right Jewish experience, which was wonderful for me. Um, so uh, throughout my years, I was a musician when you met me and also, also always connected to arts and acting and, and all these kinds of things, creative work per se, artist work. But I always had this uh, spiritual uh, quest in my mind and my heart and to see the world in a different view. So I studied very early, like when I was like 20 years ago or more, I stopped having meat and I started to have meditation and other things that came about just slowly throughout my life. And I was always devoted to that. And some people always looked at me like, oh... Um, you could be a priest, you could be my psychologist, you know, because they, they could see, they could talk with me and I would help them see the world or, or their lives in an enlightening way so that they would feel different. So throughout the years then, uh, six years ago, five, six years ago, when I was um, questioning what should I do because the music business was like uh, uh, changing and I had a studio, recording studio, but that was not going so well. And uh, I was questioning what to do with my life, honestly. And that questioning came about, I questioned everything. And then after a while, I was like, what should I do? Because I was not feeling it. But I never thought in my mind that I would be doing anything except music. For me, it was like from day one, I'm going to be a professional musician all my life. It was mm -hmm. I, like something I always seen like that. But then in 2015, I encountered a course of hypnosis. Oh, yeah, maybe I should do this, you know? And then I started seeing videos from Dolores Cannon, which is a, was a famous hypnotherapist from, from the United States. And I connected there with that energy and, and what she was saying. And I feel, felt really passionate about everything she was saying. So I take, I take this course in 2015, which basically teach me how to, to, how to make people stop smoking and all this kind of clinical hypnosis very very direct and then after a few months i went to take the course from dolores cannon uh, cannon and i remember my wife because this was november and my wife is a singer and so we were both musicians and in portugal in the south the life of a musician is like you live earning money uh, in the summer months and then in the winter you just uh, slow down and you live from what you have uh, accumulated mm. and at this moment was november and i was saying uh, tomorrow I'm going to take another course. This one, the Dolores Cannon one, which was what a thousand euros course for an online course of like. Uh, and she was like, "What another course? And I have to do it. I, mean, I, I just have to push forward. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I have to see where this is going." 
And then after I'm taking this course, I was so mesmerized with the technique, wonderful technique, regression technique, and all this, the rest of it. And I went to the guy who teach me the first course, the, the hypnosis, classical hypnosis course. And I said to him, look, you have to see this because this is an amazing technique, blah, blah, blah. So I went to Lisbon and I went to practice on him the technique. He, was, he became so in love with it that after three months, and I'm talking about this, this all happened in a six-month period. It was just a fast changing uh, events, one after the other. And then after three, four months after that, it was, ah, let's do a course together. You know, let's do that because he, he met me and, and he recognized in me this spiritual knowledge from everything I read from all the kind of uh, energy, Reiki, you know, just astrology. You, you could mention anything I've already read it some, some years ago. Mm -hmm. And so he wanted to do a course with me and because this element of past life regression was more spiritual thing. So he thought for him, which is he's a psychologist and he's more of a clinical viewer of the things and hypnosis, that we together could do something. And we did. And for like four years, I was teaching hypnosis in the country. We, we even went to Dublin to teach uh, the, the, the hypnosis course, which mm -hmm. was wonderful. Then slowly I started to put in place with the experience I was gaining from teaching and, and teaching groups and peoples in Lisboa, Porto and Algarve, I was starting to have this thing inside of me of teaching my own view of things, you know, and, and mm. my own hypnosis. Because then on my space where I am now, my, my, my office, I, I have people that I see like every day. I have so many hours of, uh, of do, doing hypnosis one-on-one -on -one that then as the creative person that I am, I started to include more and more and change techniques and study. And suddenly I had this new technique that I now call quantum hypnosis or, or, or something quantum, like that. Quantum hypnosis, okay. Yeah, quantum, qu I have the concept which is called quantum spirituality, yeah. uh, which is a concept that we use some light forms of hypnosis to help people change uh, their realities. And mm -hmm. I have this um, quantum hypnosis technique, which there is a lot of quantum hypnosis modalities mm -hmm. throughout the world. But in okay. Portugal, uh, I, I say quantum hypnosis, but you could say quantum hypnosis is yeah. fine. Can, okay? can you, um, I'm so interested, um, can you go back for the audience and talk a little bit about past life regression? If you can spend one minute on because that seems to be the basis of what you're working on, I think. And if, does that need to be explained right now, or would you rather go to quantum hypnosis? Well, I can explain quantum, uh, past life vibrations very fast. Yeah. You know? Dolores Cannon find a, found a way or created a way of people, putting people on trance, and she would take people to two, three, three different past lives, but then it would make people go somnambulistic. And that thing implies that you are actually asleep, not remembering what you're saying, almost like you are incorporating some other entity. Mm -hmm. And it, she, she said that you could access the subconscious mind or higher self, if you are familiar with this terminology. Mm -hmm. And um, then you could get information for the client and promote healing. And this was like something that started um, she had like a two three four five year waiting list just for you to see how famous she was in the 
area of, in the space of past life regression and stuff. So I learned from her, but she was already deceased from an online course. And what I did was, I, because past life regression has some limitations for some people that are, cannot put themselves in trance enough. Actually, we put them on trance, but they go there mm -hmm. on, almost on their own through the technique, right? Mm -hmm. So it, some people cannot access it. So sometimes the session fails. And because of that, in my work here, I started to develop a way that I could put anyone in some lighter trance so that they could experience a change as well without going to this very deep hypnosis where you are actually asleep and you are somnambulistic. It's really the, the, the right name is getting people somnambulistic. I do it. I teach it. I have a course in Portugal that I now teach with just past life, plain and simple where you get people somnambulistic and really asleep to incorporate the higher self. I seen some very mm. wild things happening in my office regarding healing and, and uh, getting information that that client could never get that information. Sometimes mm -hmm. I even do like validation, which is I have someone having a question and then I put this one in trance and I make the question to their higher self, see if they can reply to the question and they do, which is amazing. Like these people, how can this person be replying to that question? But this is just the fascination of this world that, I, that I'm now in. But back to the quantum hypnosis story, the quantum hypnosis concept is made to make people change their realities. And it has a little bit of law of attraction with mechanics of the universe, with quantum physics, which I do explain for starters. Mm -hmm. It's like if the universe works like that in the microparticle, then... There is a way you as a complex body can also shift reality once you change your vibration. Mm -hmm. Basically, this is quantum spirituality and quantum hypnosis. And so, so to sum up, yes, so please. Pedro, you mentioned law of attraction and vibrations. Are you talking like Abraham Hicks type law of attraction here? Is that what you mean? Yes. Abraham Hicks. Uh, uh, Bashar, even Bentinho Massaro, which is, I don't know if you know him, but he's a mm -hmm. Dutch uh, guy that now lives mm -hmm. in the United States also teaches in that yeah. space yeah. that is very similar. But in my case, I have a technique of hypnosis that can make it happen faster, which is like, uh, instead of you being listening to Abram Hips and then trying to apply it in your life, I go there and also, like I change in your subconscious mind, your ideas and your beliefs so that it goes faster into that, uh, well, desired uh, reality. Yeah. Yeah. So... Basically, that's the concept that I'm doing now. And uh, so I've been running my business like that. I stopped having music or playing music altogether. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing people that phone me, have, want appointments for me to just help them with anxiety, regression, uh, depression, and uh, mostly those kind of things. With smoking, that's where my business here locally uh, mm -hmm. uh, has thrived. I have a business called Hypnot Hypnotrapia Algarve, which is uh, the, the, the office that I have here with some other uh, people, um, girl, a psychologist that also does hypnosis that works here in the same place. And I have this spiritual uh, coach thing where I teach spirituality also online now after the, the coronavirus uh, pandemic and quarantine. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically that's it. I think that's it. Um, that's it. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, well, it's the story doesn't actually surprise me at all because I remember when we were working together on the film project, um, you, you, what I remember is you always had this sort of calm joyfulness about yourself. 
that was inviting for people to trust and engage and, you know, and, and, and uh, it just felt really good. And so when I was watching being near you and interacting with you, um, so when I've been watching over the years, you know, these things evolve, it was, yeah, for me, it didn't, it didn't feel or sound surprising at all. So, so that's how you got into the, into this over the last couple of years. Um, I'm curious if, if you can look down on your business a little bit and maybe share a little bit about um, <clears throat> not everyone knows what past life regression is and not everyone, you know, knows what, you know, this quantum hypnosis is. How do you establish trust when, with people who have these depression or anxiety issues that they, that they choose to become your customer? That, 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 is that sometimes yeah, hard uh, or does that always go very easily? Well, the best thing about any business is when it gets to the mouth-to-mouth publicity, which is when someone that I help goes away and says, oh, this guy really helped me, you know. I was feeling depressed and the guy really helped me with five, six, seven, eight sessions. So that's what's happening for me, basically, because I also do publicity on on Facebook, you know, to get more clients in Mm -hmm. uh, because it's just the way... But I don't do much. Actually, I'm spending, just this is true, on the hypnosis business. I'm spending two euros a day, which is nothing compared to what you know. For my courses, I have to push much more. But this is just to explain how it works. It's been working just to mouth to mouth because people go away. But now, I, the past life regression in this part of the business, it's not actually a thing. Uh, because in order to fix someone that comes with depression or anxiety, I rarely recommend going to a past life regression because I think that, peop- that those uh, clients don't have the basis of their psychological structure. They are completely off, you know. They, mm. they have a relation they don't like, they have a job they don't like, or they are completely with panic attacks and stuff like that. So this is like the base of, of the structuring of the, the, the human mind and, and the, the personality of the person, mm-hmm. which is, okay, let's work on your foundation first. So I don't do many past life regressions here. I, I do teach them, and sometimes I do it in the course of uh, five, six, seven, eight um, consultations I have mm-hmm. with one client. But it's not like I'm doing it because I don't find it to be very beneficial uh, it can be just like that person that's thirsty, that has a glass of water, but then goes away and still doesn't know how to get water. You know, it, it still doesn't yeah. have water. So I, I just fix it in a way that I can say, okay, this mm-hmm. person knows how to get water from themselves first, and now I can have get them something to drink. You know, yeah. so that's basically my my indoors uh, uh, business, which is fix people one to one. No, nice. And I've I've got a question about past life regression, if you if you allow me, please, because I've read yes. I've read the Many Lives Many Masters series. Um, that was my first introduction to past life regression, and the basic premise of that is that your essence, your soul, your spirit repeats, uh, you know, physical manifestation in order to continue to learn and evolve until it reaches a certain higher state. Um, And then between these lives, you, you go to wherever you call it, the, uh, the universe or heaven or whatever the you choose to to call that. Uh, 
So on one hand, one expert has said that this is really a, a, a series of evolutions through multiple lives. And on the other hand, um, Esther Hicks, um, who channels, I don't know if she doesn't call it channeling, but you know, is connecting through source and universe to tell you know, people about law of attraction, et cetera. She, has, she was, was adamantly saying, we are not here to learn, <laughs> we're here to create. And she actually advised not to do past life regression therapy. What's your perspective on this? And, 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 and why would someone seek past life regression therapy as opposed to a, a quantum hypnosis approach? All right, that's a very good question, Chris. And you just reached like the specific, uh, the some specific part of of the the this area that I'm in. So let me just reply in, in two, three different views. Mm-hmm. One, which is this uh, Buddhism view, where you have past lives and you evolve, or spiritual, spiritual. Uh, we call it the spirits uh, cult, or I, I don't know how to call it in English, but. It's just those that believe that we are spirit and we evolve from the animal to the enlightened being throughout lives, okay? Uh, like Buddhism believes that you are here evolving, like past life regression. So this is one vision. But if you think like that, then it means that you are searching. You're going to have uh, see someone like me and you are searching for your problem somewhere in the past, which is a problem right away. Because why are you searching for your problem? Oh, maybe I have to do a regression because I want to find the explanation why my life is so messy. Hmm. And I understand why Abraham Hibbs says that. Because in a way, I also believe in that. And I do um, uh, stall people sometimes from, not having, from having past life regressions before I fix them the ground. Because past life regression can be just one thing that you look at it and it doesn't change anything. And you have really to know what you're doing. Even the technique itself needs to be well done. Now, if you know what to do, if you do it well, and if that's, that person is prepared, then you can help them shift and evolve. But the mm. solution is always to put the person looking forward. Even if you have someone depressed, we say here that if you are depressed, you have too much past. If you are anxious, you have too much future. So mm. you have to live in the present. So if someone is, is looking too much in the past, he's going to get depressed. Past life regressions, okay, maybe not, but I will say you have to put the person looking forward. Now, I do believe that we are here to create, but I also believe that we have uh, an essence or a resonance inside of us that makes us go after some things and not another thing. If I'm passionate about one thing, one area, and if I want to express myself through speech like I'm doing now, if I'm doing anything like that, it's because my essence is pulling me in that direction. So I'm not creating on my own in my vision. I'm creating with my own essence that I already bring. Now, in the, in the different view, just to finish this past life, different specific uh, views, if you look at what Bashar says, for example, Bashar, which is kind of the Abraham Hicks philosophy, he says that you are not living in any past life at the present moment or future life. You are just connecting to these other past self people that you're not, it's not you because you, Chris, is just you. It can never be another Chris. That guy is another guy. Mm. In the past life, it's another guy. But you are connecting to these other selves in order to promote downloads and uploads from what you need. And that's an all 
different view altogether. You know, mm -hmm. just let's think about it. There is no time. There is no past or future. It's all parallel lives. That's what Pashar says. And then you are connecting to these other past selves, um, but it's not your. It's not you. It's just someone else that you are connecting mm. to. But Bashar says one thing that I really like, which is human mind always think that it's this or it's that. Oh, it's past lives or it's not past lives. And Bashar itself says uh, that we have to think about everything as it's this and it's that. Not it's this or that. It's this and that and that yeah. and that. Because reality is so full of different perspectives that you can see them all and try to work the client or the person in the best way you can using yeah. any perspective, you know? And that's what I like. Sometimes I think like Freud in my business, really classical psychology, like, okay, let's see this as a child development, you know? Mm. Okay, this works. But then I see it as a quantum perspective of uh, parallel resistance, of parallel life's resistance. That works too. So it's yeah. so open, you know? Wow. So what, what would be a, a valid reason, in your opinion, for someone to seek past life regression therapy? Well, one very clear is people that have afraid of death. And this was recent in, in my business. There was this person that had afraid. She was afraid of death, afraid of dying, afraid of anyone dying. And then I took her to a past life and I made her experience death. And once you see that through the regression, which is so releasing, you know, everyone says that. Everyone says that when they are dying in a past life regression, oh, it's so good, you know. It's just this feeling of lightness going through this wow. very beautiful light, you know. And that's one of the reasons sometimes you can do. And you can actually make a diagnosis of what's troubling this person in the unconscious mind through past life. Because because you can also read from a past life if you know how to do it. It's all readable as well, which is another complex, yeah. much, more, much more difficult because you really have to understand yeah. Freudian uh, analysis of dreams and stuff like that. But if you can see it, that perspective, that's also very valid because mm. I have this colleague of mine, that's a guy which is a psychologist, and we had done uh, past life together courses. And it was amazing to see that actually you could see it in two different ways and, and it was also very useful to see it. And it's really releasing as well. Mm. So it depends on the client, depends on the situation, but um, it's yeah, an experience. A, well, that all really resonates with me because I've, you know, I've been traveling around the world so much. And I think when I was being raised as a Protestant Christian white male in America, I, I was, you know, when I was younger, I really believed that there was a truth. And I, you know, what I believed was right. And the more and more and more I've been exposed to other beautiful, amazing, joyous, happy people that actually had alternative truths, religious truths, spiritual truths. I, I just realized that, well, it is and, 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 you know, it, it's, and, and let me, let me be open to the truth of this other person and um, maybe learn and, and explore and, and see what fits with me. And then, you know, I learned five things from you. Maybe two things just don't resonate. Beautiful for you, not for me. But maybe there's three, you know, gifts that I can, you know, put into my whatever bookshelf of making sense of the universe. And um, and and I've just been, yeah, really interested in 
snacking and, and tasting and sharing and uh, no. So it sounds like in your business, I'm, I'd like to go back if you can to the, the, the quantum hypnosis, I think you called it, because what it sounds yeah. like, and this is something that, that I do in my <clears throat> business coaching practice, is try to simplify things and make them more clear and therefore more productive. And it sounds like the, what you, as you became an expert in, in regression therapy, you realized that, that going so deep is unnecessary. And so you developed actually a more practical approach. Can, can you go through the, the, maybe not the practical approach itself, but the thinking of how did you develop a new method which is more effective? And then maybe other people can learn on their, on their okay. work you know, that maybe they overcomplicate or they take too much time and actually doing less can mean more value for your customer. Okay. Okay. So the struggle was this, was having the clinical hypnosis uh, that has its origins in Freud and Erickson and all, all these other great masters of the 20th century and sometimes before. And so um, having this classical thing and this hypnosis that is based on that, you know, to, to make people, um, release trauma, uh, heal phobias and, and panic attacks, that really works. And having this view of the universe uh, from Bashar and Hester Hicks and, and looking at these two elements and saying, this has to, it has to work, you know, it has to, it has to unite. I have to have an hypnosis session that can make this happen because if the universe works like that, then I have to have a technique to do that. So I, that was my struggle here on one-to-one -one sessions throughout time and time and client and after client and after client. Then when I get to, to that, uh, uh, I get to the point where, oh, I got it. Then I start developing um, the, the hypnosis modality. And now I've been evolving with it, with different sliding techniques and stuff. But basically it's just using your imagination. This is the resume of, of it. It's just using your imagination to picture yourself, Chris, in a successful, let's say successful, if that's relevant for you, in a successful situation. Let's say, mm. you know, this kind of visual, visualizations that you have from, from the, the secret and, you know, just picture yourself and have this board, yeah. vision board, and all these kind of things. Now imagine that you, I can create that in your mind through imagination and going, you go deeper and deeper into this imagination when it becomes so real you know, you are talking you're close, you're with your eyes closed and you are talking to me, but it becomes so real that you start feeling and you start vibrating on that reality. From that point on, through the rules of the universe, you have to start moving to that reality slowly mm. and your life starts changing. That's the, the premises of, of the mechanics of it. So it's helping you, you know, become exactly what you are. Now, yeah. the paradox is, that you will never imagine something that is irrelevant for your inner being. Meaning what? That this time, sometimes are, there are people that want things because they believe in their minds that that's what's best for them. Oh, I want that, I want that. And it becomes so uh, mind-driven that your heart doesn't, uh, doesn't want to go there and then it becomes blocked. So this way, with this quantum hypnosis, I can guarantee that if people sometimes want to imagine what they think it's best, and then sometimes the imagination starts, starts uh, uh, putting the heart forward, 
And I had this kind of description, which is very funny too, but it's very relevant of the technique. It's a people seeing themselves, like for example, in white and just saying like, well, I'm seeing myself in white, but I hate white. You know, I'm seeing myself in a car. I hate this car because they have it in their minds that they want to go there, yeah. but their heart's going somewhere else. So summing up, you can never go to be successful in any area if you don't have your essence and your heart connected to your motivation. I don't know if you agree with that as a business coach or if this, this is the thing that you teach in your area. But for me, it's always about people want things and I'm always trying to say, let's see what you feel and if you really want to go there, you know? Um, I, I, I believe I agree completely with you. I, I use different words, of course. The One of my motivations over the years to create what is now called the, you know, the simplicity scan, those 15 questions about a business, is essentially directly connected to what you just said. Because in my, back, in, in my background and experiences, is if I'm involved with something that doesn't feel good, then I know it won't end well. And, and if, if I'm yeah. interpreting your words differently, so if I keep trying to force myself intellectually from obligation, other people's obligation upon me, what, wherever it's coming from, my own, my own view of what I should be, but isn't myself, it isn't you know, based on me, then it's not going to feel good. And so while this, when I do coaching on the simplicity scan, they're very business-oriented questions. However, when I do it one-on-one, I'm really looking for the person's emotion when they're writing it. Because if it feels frustrated, difficult, painful, blocked, then you can ask, well, wh why are you trying to force yourself in that direction? You know, if, if, you, if you take a step back, shake your head, drink a glass of water, what, what pops up that actually could be a different, maybe an additional or an or, you know, a different um, um, answer to that question. So, wow, cool. Um, I am, I am. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, uh, disappointed because we are out of time. Um, I'm really enjoying already? this. Already, wow. it happens that fast. So. Everyone oh, it was surprising for me too. Yeah. If you can uh, go to um, pedrofrias.pt for Portugal, uh, you can find more about Pedro and his his work. Um, and thank you so much, Pedro, for joining Everyday Entrepreneurs thank you. Everywhere. Thank you. It was amazing. Thank you so much. Learn more at ebullion.com slash podcast.